Welcome back to Secure Payments. I'm Nikki Bonsegger with PCI Pal, and the spooky season is upon us. And little makes the hairs on the back of a contact center manager's neck stand up more than the words data breach. In this episode, I am joined by my colleague, Nick Johnson, to cover the top five cybersecurity threats and scares and what organizations must do to ensure that they have the right protections in place to avoid them. Thanks so much for joining us, Nick. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, Nikki. We see data breaches hitting the headlines almost weekly now. Uh, across various industries, which shows us that any organization is potentially at risk. If you aren't protecting your contact center environment, you need to be prepared to face threats. Number one on our top five cybersecurity threats and scares, the hacker. Organizations tend to look externally for the biggest threats to their infrastructure. Hackers are usually motivated by financial gain and most hackers are highly skilled in networking and programming. They're capable of writing their own attack programs and even building their own platforms in order to target organizations specifically. If malware gets installed directly to your payment portal, the hacker has access to countless payment card data in a matter of seconds. Which is actually really scary to consider. And when it comes to the threat of hackers, Organizations are often put into a place of reactive response. The type of disruption from these threats advance just as quickly, if not quicker, than the defenses that businesses are actually able to put into place. But, you know, secure measures can be put in place to reduce the, the risk from these hackers. Keeping software up to date, app and site restrictions, unique passwords, email security, even social engineering training, Uh, In case of a breach, organizations must act quickly in response to an attack to minimize this impact. Absolutely. And number two on our list is actually insider security breaches. So while organizations are right in thinking that there are a number of great external threats likely targeting their organization, security concerns are not limited to just outside the organization. We're seeing a greater number of growing internal incidents. Insider threats even present a greater risk than external because they are extremely hard to prevent, detect, and contain. We're seeing high turnover rates within contact center industry, uh, sensitive company data that can be easily mismanaged, stolen, or uh, sold from your organization by a disgruntled employee, malicious new hire, or an employee that has moved on. It's unfortunate, but it happens. And the thing to consider as well is that an insider probably won't need to conduct reconnaissance like an outside attacker would. Uh, They don't need external malware to access systems or rely on remote servers for command and control. And they've even learned to disguise their activities like outside attackers. Small steps can be taken though, taking proper care of employees, ensuring a comfortable and positive working environment, competitive pay, All of these little things are effective ways to prevent a disgruntled employee from accepting monetary payoff for data of system access. Careful vetting can reduce the risks of onboarding malicious placed employees, as well as secure offboarding processes to ensure systems and applications are turned off immediately upon departure, which helps prevent an insider breach from an exiting employee. Great points, Nick. It really does speak to the fact that Uh, PCI compliance is the whole organization's responsibility. Mm -hmm. 
our third cyber scare is again internal, but this time it's unintentional. Of course, most employees would never consciously harm their organization, but systems can be at risk by neglecting basic security practices. CEO scams, for example, where employees respond to a phishing email from what they believe is a CEO or providing what they believe is a great customer service experience with uh, sensitive information over the phone through a social engineering ploy. That's a really common one that we usually hear about. Even something simple like leaving laptops open and unattended or joining an unsafe public Wi-Fi network, all of these things can quickly lead to a misuse of valuable data. Organizations need to ensure the consistent training of employees, prioritize setting aside the time and the resources to invest in updated compliance training. Making teams aware of risks and how they could be used as a pawn within a breach. The consistency is really key there. And mitigating threats posed by the insider negligence can help minimize threat of the overlooked outsider, so to speak. Um, So the third parties that may have access to physical facilities. An example of this would be sensitive information left on a desk by an employee containing customer information. So cleaning contractors, security personnel, maintenance, of course, these are just examples, but they show how many third parties have access to offices and how easily information can fall into unauthorized hands, and sometimes even the wrong hands, potentially being manipulated, sold, or compromised. Absolutely, and not to mention putting an entire organization's data under investigation. Not fun. Also, it's not just documents on on desk. You know, it could be computers not being logged off. I mean, there's there's a lot of different ways. Right, and it's uh, worth including all of this within the compliance training for the organization. Definitely. The final common threat we see is organizations simply doing nothing. So organizations that either dismissive, think that they're compliant, or believe that they're not significant or large enough to be targeted. Some organizations are just unsure on how to move forward with data security and which methods to adopt as it's ever-changing. In these situations, it's important for companies to become and maintain PCI compliant. We see so many organizations patching their data security practices for the sake of upcoming audits using methods such as compensating controls that are nothing more than a temporary fix to a long-term problem. Absolutely. It's just a Band-Aid. Yes. And these compensating controls that people are using as these Band-Aid solutions, as you mentioned, Nick, are now being recognized as outdated. Data is still available to all breach types. Upcoming PCI DFS version 4.0, which we're expecting to release in early 2022, is going to change the way in which organizations achieve and maintain that PCI compliance, making it a year-round exercise and not just a scramble for an annual audit. So it looks like we're coming up towards the end of our time, Nick. Any final thoughts? Yeah, you know, I'd say when it comes to these data breaches, de-scoping contact centers by ensuring sensitive customer info, such as credit card numbers, never enter your organization's environment means that if you do unfortunately fall victim to an attack, there's nothing stored or access that can be compromised. It really does mitigate the threat and fallout associated with these data breaches. Most definitely. Really worth looking into. Thanks so much for the recap, Nick. And uh, thank you to our listeners for 
for joining us today. I hope you found this useful and gives you a good place to start your PCI compliance investigation within your own company. Go ahead and like and subscribe to Secure Payments Podcast for more episodes on data security, PCI compliance, and CX.